Good morning. I'd like to welcome you here to celebrate our, our 30th anniversary. Uh, for me, I'm very, very grateful to God uh, for his faithfulness over the last 30 years. Uh, it seems like it went like that uh, very, very quick uh, in, in many ways. Uh, and I'd, I'd just like to, to, as a disclaimer, let you know I'm, I'm extremely grateful to God. And as I look over the group here this morning, I see folks who've really helped. And uh, people have been, this is what happens, this is my disclaimer. (laughs) Whenever I get grateful, the tears start rolling, and I'm going to try to communicate in the middle of all this. Uh, But people have been congratulating me, and and I realize that, that God moved me here to start it, and Cindy, my wife, and I. Um, but really, I, I am, I'd congratulate all of you who've been a part of it because we all share in, in the joy of what God has done, <clears throat> of what God has done. Now, this, this is really bad because we just, like, we've, what have we, sung two songs? And, you know, we just got started, so I'm going to try to keep rolling on here. Uh, but anyway, uh, I, I'm Randy Lanthrop. I, my wife and I, we started the church 30 years ago. <laughs> and this morning, we want God to be honored for what he's done. It, it's just incredible looking back. At the wives, he, the, the lives, the wives? Oh, oh boy. The lives he's woven together to accomplish his purpose. I'm extremely grateful for that. I'd like to welcome some special guests who are with us today from the broader network, uh, of churches and the association that we're a part of, of churches. Uh, Claudio Medina is here. And I, I saw him earlier. I'm not sure where he is. He's over here. But Claudio is the multi-ethnic strategist for our Association of Churches, the Inland Empire Southern Baptist Association. And uh, he is a friend from way back as well. And so I'm really glad you're here, Claudio. Appreciate you, you coming this morning. Uh, John and Diane Wooster are also here. Uh, John and Diane have been used by God to start churches all over the world, literally. And um, so really grateful you guys are here. Their their ministry is called Church Planting Leadership, and they are now focusing on training others to go out uh, to plant churches and helping churches focus on helping others come to know Christ. So anyway, really glad you guys are here as well. Um, Gary and Joni Hamilton are here, and uh, Gary is the pastor of Chico uh, Community Church in Chico, California, and uh, they were a part of Church in the Valley for the first three years, and uh, Gary helped lead teams and organization, and then Joni was our first children's ministry director, so we started with six adults, six kids, so we needed to have a children's ministry right off the bat. (laughs) And so uh, I'm really glad that they're here. They went out from us to plant Chico Community Church in 1990. Uh, We also have Thad and Rhonda King who are with us. And um, 
Thad is the pastor of Pierpoint Church in Huntington Beach. God used Thad at a key time in my life uh, during my college years to really make an investment in me, help me learn how to walk with God in a, in a, a more practical way, and begin to do uh, ministry as well. So he, he spent several years on staff here at Church of the Valley and then went out in uh, 96 to plant the church in Huntington Beach. Josh and Erica De La Rosa are also here this morning. Josh is the pastor of Orange Crest Community Church in Riverside. Uh, he was on staff several years here uh, before going out at our 20th. We were launching Josh and his team out to plant uh, Orange Crest in Riverside. Uh, and so glad they're here. Glad you guys are here. They're right back here. Could you guys wave? All right, this is Claudio over here. Claudio, would you? This is John and Diane right here. This is Gary and Joni right here. Josh and Erica. Did I skip anybody? Thad and Rhonda are in the way back. They're way back there, but really glad you guys are here today. I'd also like to say welcome to the folks from the Alhambra campus. Hey, this is... This is... This, this is the first time that both campuses have been together since uh, February 10th of 2013. So that, that's really fun to have you guys here. And, and I, I'd also like to just say thanks and way to go to the members. Uh, we launched 45 members out, out. I think it was around 45 members from here to plant the campus in Alhambra. And uh, so... Appreciate all the work you guys have been doing. And, you know, I know we've been in touch. It's just I don't normally see you here. It's usually out there. But anyway, really glad you're here. I'd like to also mention that we have a tree over here. Uh, and that tree uh, is related to our theme. We'd like everyone celebrating with us today to sign it. So if you could sign it, that would be fantastic. Uh, we'd really appreciate that. When you came in today, uh, you, you hopefully received a program. In that program, uh, there are several things, including a connection card. And if you could pull out that connection card, we'd really appreciate it. And if you're a regular attender at Church in the Valley or a member, just please fill out your name and email address. If you're a first or second time guest, welcome. Really glad you're here. We ask you to fill out as much of that information on there as you're comfortable filling out. Uh, and it's great that you're here on this anniversary. It's a very different service. It's going to last longer than normal. But you will get in touch with the heart of what we're all about, I believe. And so welcome. You'll get to find out about us and how God's uh, really blessed the work that's gone on here. Uh, but if you're a first second time guest, if you could... Mark the box that says first time or second time guest or out of town guest. If you're from out of town, that would that would be great. It'd be a big help. And at the bottom of the card, you'll see there's a question. How would you hear about Church in the Valley? If you could fill that out as well, that'd be a, help, a big help for us. So thank you very much. Everyone can drop that card in the offering later on when it comes by, when we receive it. Also, you'll notice that there are some, on the inside flap of that program, there are some announcements. And 
A little different this morning. There's announcements for both campuses uh, on there. Uh, and I think that at the top, it mentions the advanced men's meeting. They're starting up this week on Wednesday night. And they'll normally start up at 7.15. We're starting at 6.15 this week with, with a barbecue. So how can you start a men's meeting without a barbecue? That's important. So that's coming up uh, this week on Wednesday night, September 20th, our first advanced men's meeting ever. And then uh, both campuses are having a baptism overview next week on September 24th. They're at different times. So just check. That inside flap, it'll tell you the time for your campus if you're interested in being baptized. And then the Alhambra campus has moved to a new location at the beginning of the summer. It's a fantastic place, but we're celebrating there our official grand opening at the new location on October 1st. So that's coming up, and uh, I think that'll be a good day. And before I pray, I'd like to thank... Everyone who's made this morning possible. There's been a tremendous amount of work that's gone into making this, this event happen. And I'd just like to say thank you. And then let's pray. Father, we come before you. We honor your holy name for who you are. For the privilege that you give of allowing us to team together to do the work that you do in this world. Thank you, God, for the way that you use us and the, the way that you work in us as we do that. You change us. You make us more and more uh, like you. And we are so grateful, God, for the way that you have given us this privilege. We thank you, Lord Jesus Christ, for the life you give us. And we ask for your blessing on this time. We welcome you here. We We pray that you'd speak to us, God, that you'd work in our hearts to help us know more and more of who you are and what it is you want us to do with our lives. God, we ask this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Isaiah 61 is a passage that's quoted at the very beginning of the Gospel of Luke. And it's it's a picture. What Isaiah was doing in Isaiah 61 is... He was looking forward to the time when Christ would come to the earth and how he he was describing the changes he would make in the lives of the people. And this verse here, Isaiah 61, 3, shows us what, what he wants to do, the purpose of the changes in the people that he brings to himself and that decide to follow him, that they may be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord that he may be glorified. This is what God wants. He, he wants, when a person decides to follow Christ, one of the many things he intends for their life is to make them into an oak of righteousness. And he does this by taking up residence in the heart of the person who decides to follow Christ. The Holy Spirit comes to live inside of those who choose to follow Christ. And then that... The, the seed of the gospel that's planted in us begins to grow. And over time, his goal is for us to grow into oaks of righteousness that provide shade and blessing to our family and friends. This is what God wants. This is his intent. Here's an acorn. Picture of an acorn. You can see how small it is 
compared to the leaves. Those aren't very large leaves around it, so it's very, very tiny. This is the seed of an oak tree that you find out there in the world. It illustrates the seed planted by faith. As we trust God, the seed he plants in us, that grows. It's very small, but it can grow into a huge tree. Here, here's the trunk of the largest oak tree in the United States. It's, it's actually right out here in the San Bernardino Mountains. It's not very far from here. But um, he wants us to grow into this kind of tree that provides a tremendous amount of shade and blessing for our family and friends. This tree right here is 97 feet high. It's way, way taller than the roof of this room. It's 42 feet around, and it's 98 feet wide at the crown. So it would, it would fill this room and beyond. So this is what God does in the life of people who decide to give themselves to him through Christ. That's a lot of shade right there (laughs) from one acorn. Tremendous amount of shade. And so what we're doing this morning is we're celebrating the faithfulness of God to uh, grow us and to use us as a church body. To be a blessing to those around us. Notice the passage said, oaks of righteousness. What's interesting about oak trees is they they grow in clusters. Here's a picture of a cluster of oak trees. God God never intended for the Christian life to be lived alone. But he, he, he clusters us together in groups called churches. And the cluster can provide more shade and blessing for people than just one tree alone. Our, our goal at the very beginning was to plant a church that would bless this area. And so God's allowed that to happen. A grove of oak trees is a bunch of clusters covering a larger area to bring help and blessing to more and more people. Here's an oak tree grove. Um, it's been our goal, as God allows to plant other churches in the L.A. region and beyond and to work with men and women as God raises up men and women to send them out to plant those churches. Now, you'll notice a grove of oak trees provides shade and blessing, even more than a cluster. And it allows people to really enjoy that shade and blessing as they walk through life. And that's, this has been our goal. So we're celebrating today how God planted and grew the seed here in 1987 in Diamond Bar. And he started seeding a grove of churches to cover the wider area. And it's all that he might be glorified. This is all for God's glory. This is what he's doing. And it's so right to be glorified. By, to, to glorify God, for Him to be glorified by us and what's gone on. That it just strikes a chord deep in us. So, this is our theme. This is what we're doing. Alex Barrett, our campus pastor in Alhambra, he is going to be our guide this morning. So, he's going to guide us through as we walk through it. And let's sing praise to God. Well, good morning, everybody. My name is Alex Barrett. Like Randy said, I'm campus pastor of Church in the Valley, Alhambra, and we are so glad 
just to reiterate his welcome that, that you are all here uh, to celebrate uh, with us this morning. And I'm going to be um, kind of guiding us through this morning as we celebrate uh, God's goodness and faithfulness to us uh, as a church. And we, like Randy said, we're really here to honor God and to really make him the focal point of, of everything that we do uh, this morning. And so I want to kind of just take you on a brief snapshot of where we're headed. And we're going to be starting in the past and moving towards the present and then looking uh, to the future. And as you'll notice on the slides and in the program, our theme today is to thrive. And we want to thrive as individuals as we learn to walk with God and we grow in him. And then we want to thrive as well as a church as we accomplish the mission and the work that he's given us. So everything this morning is about thriving and looking to how God enables us to do that as we walk with him individually and as we walk with him uh, together as a church. And so we're going to be starting uh, going back to the original vision uh, that Randy and Cindy had. And we're going to be starting with the planting the seed. And you'll see that that slide there. And they're going to share uh, in a moment about that. After they share about planting the seed and the original vision of Church in the Valley, we're going to talk about uh, bearing fruit and how has the lives of people changed uh, since coming to Church in the Valley? How has God used Church in the Valley to help uh, people grow? And so once we talk about planting the seed and then bearing fruit, we're going to talk about branching out how God has helped us branch out, like Randy mentioned, as a grove of trees, as we have uh, committed together and worked together uh, in the past. And then we're going to end our time looking at how all of this has enabled us to get to the point where we can really thrive, where we can be a blessed people who are thankful for all that God's done. And at the same time, a blessed people who really look to continue to do what God has given us uh, to do. And so I want to start back to the beginning and we've asked Randy and Cindy to come up and they're going to share with us the original vision of Church in the Valley. Let's welcome them. All right, I'm back. Um, Cindy and I arrived in Diamond Bar in 1987, August, the very first of August. That's when we got here and started things rolling. And by the middle of September, we had gathered a launch team together. And uh, so that's why we celebrate right here in the middle of September. That was the first group meeting uh, where we were gathered together to lay the foundation for the church. Ron and Renee Carlson were a part of uh, that original six adults on the launch team. Where are you, Ron and Renee? There they are, right over there. And uh, they're still a part of things today here at Church in the Valley in Diamond Bar. But I, I wanted Cindy, I wanted you to hear from Cindy. So in a little bit, you're going to hear from Cindy because uh, she, she has been such an important part. Of, I mean, she's been just as invested and maybe more. Sometimes I look at her, what she's doing during the week, and I think, how can she be busier than I am? You know, I'm like, uh, but she, she gets after it. She's really laid down her life, and I deeply appreciate the teammate that God's given me in her. But our original vision was to just meet people, Introduce them to Christ, help them, those who didn't know Christ, to help them come to know Him because of the difference 
he makes in the life of someone who comes to know him. And so as people started coming to know Christ, our hope and what we were aiming to do was to help them to grow in their faith. Uh, our goal from the beginning was to grow our members in as to work with God. He's the one that gives the growth, but uh, to help people grow in Christ likeness in all areas of life and to be those oaks of righteousness that God intends for us to be that would draw others into Christ to know him and seek him out. And if God would allow our original vision was to uh, plant ourselves here and then raise up men and women to launch other churches and ministries as well. So, as I said, I wanted you to hear from Cindy, and I've asked her to share what motivated you to do this with me. I, I realized we were married. <laughs> that was that was that was part of it. <laughs> but what what motivated you as we were starting to launch the church and what's kept you motivated as well? Um, As as I thought through this, there were three things that I came up that I was reminded of that really motivated me in those early years and continue to motivate me. The first thing was what God had done in my life. Um, I was the first in my family that made a decision to commit their lives to Christ and follow him. And so Um, What had happened in my life is a neighbor had invited me to church when I was seven years old. And it was through um, my time in the church that I learned about who God was and and the ultimate sacrifice he had made in sending his son that I might um, be forgiven of my sin and be able to have a personal relationship with him. And so I committed my life to follow him at that time when I was about eight years old. And... um, That decision changed my life forever. And so the opportunity to be a part of starting the church where we could um, share that sweet gospel message with others uh, was extremely motivating for me. Um, The second thing that motivated me, I like Randy cry when I get grateful, but the second thing was a decision I made when I was 12 years old. Um, I had made a commitment when I was 12 years old to do whatever God um, wanted me to do with my whole life. And that included everything about me, including my vocation. And so to the best of my understanding, partnering with Randy um, to start this church was the next step in um, just fulfilling the commitment I had made to God and then um, also for fulfilling God's purpose in my life. So that was, again, was something extremely motivating for me and continues to be. And then finally, um, I had just been given so much help from the time I committed my life to Christ when I was a little girl. God had placed people in my life that really helped me grow in my relationship with him. And then also my understanding of what biblical community looked like. In church life, the church was very important to me because that's how I came to know Christ. And so um, the opportunity to work alongside my husband and partner and to pass on what we had learned and then what we would continue to learn um, was also very motivating um, and continues to motivate me as we move forward. Um, and like Randy, I am just extremely humbled and grateful that God has um, given me this opportunity 
to live out his calling on my life and then um, through this church and starting it. So basically the original vision was because God had radically changed our lives as we've walked with him and come to know him uh, was basically to try to share Christ with others so that they could get in on on the shade and blessing that he provides. And God's been faithful to, to start us and get us moving and continue to provide as we stay focused on our, our piece of the work in the kingdom. Thank you guys for sharing. Uh, like, like any vision, uh, it takes a great amount of faith. And there's a, a theme kind of underneath this theme of Thrive, and that really is the theme of faith. Because when, when they planted uh, over 30 years ago, uh, they weren't sure all that was going to happen. And as you walk with God, uh, he asks you along the way to continue to take steps in which you can't see what will happen. But today we are a product of their faith and really God's goodness. And so once the seed was planted and they decided to come and plant their lives here in Diamond Bar, uh, from that seed being planted in their lives and God's work within them, and as they've connected with other people and helped people come to Christ and help people learn to grow in him, we've actually seen uh, some fruit that has that has sprouted and some more acorn seeds that have sprouted and begin to provide more of the shade, which Randy keeps describing. And so we want to talk a little bit about uh, the bearing fruit that God has done within Church in the Valley over the years. And to do that, uh, we actually want to share the stories of uh, some of you. Uh, we want to share how. People have come to Christ through church in the valley, how through hearing the difference that Jesus makes, they've decided to put their whole trust and life in his hands. Uh, we also want to share that once people have decided to follow Christ, how God has really helped them grow and how they have become different people uh, through relationship with Jesus as they've connected to this community here at church in the valley. So we're going to watch a video together. It's about 15 minutes long. And I just encourage you to, to listen uh, to the stories of these people who've experienced the fruit that is, has been able to be sprouted uh, in their lives. Let's watch this together. And we've talked about how God has allowed us to bear fruit as a church. Uh, but I, we also want to highlight how we've been able to, to branch out as a church as well. And that's the next kind of focus that we're going to have. How have we been able to extend ourselves beyond uh, just church in the valley? And, and our mission as a church is to help people become uh, fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ. And then we really want to help people start churches and ministries that are going to do the same thing. So how can we help people come to know Christ and then extend ourselves so people throughout the regions that God has us will commit their lives to follow Christ as well. And through the years, We've had a great opportunity to have people that have come to Church in the Valley to help it get started from the early years to a little bit later in Church in the Valley's history to come and get training and to be launched out. And so in a moment, we're going to hear a video uh, from them, uh, some different pastors and different ministry leaders share just how they've been connected to Church in the Valley and how that's that's really helped them and helped us to, to branch out and to, to multiply uh, the work that, it, that he has for us. Uh, Church in the Valley is also a part of a network called uh, the 17.6 Network. And that is a reference to Acts 17.6, which says, These men who have turned the world upside down have come here also. And this was a comment made about the disciples as Christianity was getting started. And as they were leading people to Christ, they were seeing that there were some major changes happening in culture. 
and major changes happening in the communities. And the major change was people that were deciding to be all in with Jesus, as Cindy talked about. And they were all in. And what was happening is, is they were kind of breaking these cultural norms. And we want to be a part of a movement of churches. And we're a part of the 17.6 network, which wants to do the same thing as God allows. We want to be a part of turning the world upside down. We want to be a part of making a difference in the lives of people and starting churches and ministries throughout the area that God uh, plants us. And so we're going to be hearing first from some pastors who are uh, here today celebrating and some from some other pastors who we've recorded uh, on the video as well to share about the difference that they've been able to partner with Church in the Valley and what God has done uh, in their own ministry. And here at Church in the Valley, every time you come on a Sunday, whether you're in Alhambra, or you're here in Diamond Bar, uh, there's so much that's going on oftentimes beyond even what you can see on a Sunday. And part of what we want to do today is, is to pull back a little bit and give you a broader context of the work that God has done that's even beyond Diamond Bar, that's even beyond Alhambra. And that's what begins to happen as, as we walk with God and he enables us to thrive. His work multiplies and his work extends. So we want to share this video of some pastors who will share a little bit of their story and what God has done in their own ministries as well as we talk about branching out. Let's watch this together. God's really blessed the effort there. We had about 45 to 60 people involved when we were here in Diamond Bar, and now there's, there's at least double that involved in that area. We have two major opportunities that are coming up in the year ahead. Um, and we're aiming to make the most of those, and I'd just like to mention them. We, we are, uh, we're full in the kids' space here at the Diamond Bar Center. And so whenever any space is full, uh, either kids' space, adult space, or parking, then growth, it limits your growth as a church body. It's just the way it works. I didn't believe that 30 years ago, but let me tell you, I do now. <laughs> I think that's what happened. So about two years ago, the Lord made it clear uh, that uh, we were to establish a building expansion fund here at, at uh, Church in the Valley to prepare to find a more permanent location uh, for us as the, the Diamond Bar campus, the fund has reached 228000 today, and I'm, I'm asking the Lord to, to grow it to 50000 by or 500000 by the end of this, uh, by not the end of this year, but by the end of next year. Um, as we prayed and planned, we've set our sights on finding a location east of us in the Chino or Ontario Ranch area, if we move to that area, we'll be right in the center of most of our members here at the Diamond Bar campus. And so there's there's tremendous amount of opportunity in that area as well. Uh, here's a picture of a sign listing the home developments in College Park area. That's the eastern part of Chino. Here's some development that's that was going on. This was taken a while back. There are now houses there. Uh, here's a sign announcing the plans for... 150,000 new residents in the Ontario Ranch area, um, 47,000 homes. It's the largest home development in the history of California. And for a church, what, what new homes present is opportunity because when people are moving into the area, they're looking for a church, they're more open to coming to know Christ. And so we've, we've sensed that since 
many of our members live out in that area, this is the way we want to, to move. And this all adds up to, to opportunity for us. As we move and as we make the most of the opportunity, challenge is going to be woven into it. A second opportunity uh, that we want to make the most of uh, as, as the Lord wills is to launch Alex and Samantha Barrett to, uh, with a team to plant a new congregation in the Fontana area, North Fontana area up against the hills. Um, and I've asked Alex to come share with us about his call to plant and uh, the area God is leading them to. Thanks, Randy. Yeah, so I just want to share, uh, like the videos you've seen, I, I'm part of this story as well. And my family came to Church in the Valley uh, about 16 years ago, and we are different people because of that choice. And really, we're different people because God led us here. And over the last 16 years, when I first came to Church in the Valley, all that you've seen, really the vision that Randy and Cindy have had and the group of people and the relationships and the way that people treat each other by practicing the hard attitudes, all this uh, drew us in. And when we first came to Church in the Valley, we experienced community like we have never experienced before. And about seven years ago, I sensed God calling Amita to launch out a church, to start a church like Church in the Valley in an area uh, where it doesn't exist. And basically, I wanted people to be able to experience uh, what we've experienced as a family and what you two have experienced as you've been a part of Church in the Valley as well. So about seven years ago, I sensed God calling us to, to plant a church. And I talked with Randy and some other leaders within Church in the Valley and wanted their feedback and input. And through Randy's blessing and encouragement, he, he, he saw that, that God, God was in that. And so over the last seven years, uh, we've actually kind of been on a new journey as we've helped start the Alhambra campus. And that's been a big part of our story and our training. And as we helped get the Alhambra campus started, I, I still sense desire to, to launch a church. And last summer, uh, Randy decided to put kind of a two-year time frame on us uh, launching out. And so over the last year and this coming year, uh, we've really been praying, uh, seeking the Lord's direction. And like Randy mentioned, we've sensed God lead us to start a new church in the North Fontana area of the Inland Empire. And it's about probably about 30 minutes from here, about 45 minutes from Alhambra above the 210 uh, freeway. And as I was praying about locations, I really wanted to go to an area where young families were moving to as they were trying to figure out how to kind of establish their career and establish their family and establish their life. There's tremendous opportunity for people to really look for help outside of themselves. And when people need help outside of themselves, that's where really God works because he is that help. And uh, as we were praying through that, uh, God really brought this, this North Fontana area to mind. As, as I drove and as I was praying, I saw the area and I could just see land that was waiting to be developed, which represents lives. And there's a picture here. Uh, when I first got there, uh, there's the, the mountain there, Mount Baldy, but uh, around that area is, is new homes that have been built, new homes that are being built, and projected new homes that, that will be being built. And there's a lot of tremendous opportunity. And here's another picture. Anytime you see that sign, that means new homes and that means new, new families. And like Randy shared for the Ontario Ranch, there's, there's a lot of opportunity there. And this last picture is just a picture of the development and the construction that's happening. And so next summer, our plan is to launch out uh, really under the blessing and a part of Church in the Valley to, to further multiply and branch out the work 
that he started over 30 years ago. And so uh, my wife and I are indebted to Church in the Valley, and we're indebted to Randy and Cindy Lanthrop for their investment in us. And because of their investment and because of the lives that we've been able to, to be a part of here at Church in the Valley, we look forward to seeing God multiply us uh, in a new area. So I wanted to share that with all of you. Thanks, Alex. Um, all, all these moving parts and transitions are a tremendous opportunity to expand the kingdom of God. This is what we're here to do, <laughs> is to do that. And as we make the most of the opportunities, though, there are certain challenges woven into the opportunity. So I'm asking God, I'm turning to God and asking him to move the hearts of people to give their resources to the efforts over this next year. Oak trees grow stronger. It's interesting, according to the level of adversity and challenge that they, they meet. Uh, oak trees in, in woodland areas where they're, they don't grow as strong as those who are out on their own and branching out into the, the unknown area, that's, kind of, that's what's happening. That's what Alex is doing. That's what we're, we're uh, you know, I think on the extended video from Harold, he mentions leading into the fog. And that's basically what's happening right now. After 30 years, God's blessed us, but we're, we're, we're going to continue to move out into the unknown in terms of how we don't know how God is going to provide. We just know that he will provide. And so we're asking him to move the hearts of people. We're stepping out to meet the opportunities that include the challenge and the adversity uh, involved in them. And, and I want to ask you, will you rise with us to meet the challenge? Will you rise to meet the opportunity and challenge with us? If you do, we will more than survive. We will thrive as a congregation. And, and you personally, as we pitch in together and as we work together on meeting the challenges that are lie before us, you yourself will grow in a way you have not grown before as you stretch and as you pull in together to help us with this. Um, we, we need people to rise up at the Alhambra campus. What it means Alex and Samantha are launching out, that means we need a pastor to lead the Alhambra campus. So we also need a team of people to continue to pull together and make things happen. We, we need people to, to go on the launch team with the Barretts. We also need people here at the Diamond Bar campus as we put the effort and resources into moving out. We, we, have, we have a need for people to pull in. And so I'm asking the Lord to solidify teams of people at each location for each effort by giving a specific call and a heart to serve in each of those locations to expend their energy and to make it happen. This is what I'm asking God to do as we set out. When God works here in the world, he works through his people. So his people get the blisters and they pay the cost. And so I'm asking God to move the hearts of people to do this. When we respond in faith, and we give our resources to God's work, our time, our energy, our money. He, he blesses that. This is how he brings blessing. 
This is how we thrive as a congregation. Alex. Thank you, Randy. Uh, as, as we've shared these plans, I don't know about you, but there, there's excitement, but there's also a, dear God, we need your help. <laughs> and that's often what happens. You talk about thriving, and as that represents growth, it also represents being stretched, uh, being pulled like Randy described in ways that, that we may never have been pulled before. And so I want to invite Nathan Lewis up to, to pray and to ask God uh, to help us, to ask God, uh, like Randy mentioned, to solidify the people, to do the work that God wants us to do. And go ahead and come up, Nathan. Nathan is a longtime member of Church in the Valley. He's a member of the advisory team. He's plugged in and leading uh, in the Diamond Bar campus. So Nathan's going to lead us in prayer. Thanks, Nathan. Thank you, Alex. Uh, before I lead us in prayer, I want to um, share just a quick uh, passage of Scripture. Uh, the Apostle Paul planted a church in Corinth. And after a time, uh, several people were arguing about who ought to get credit for the thing that was going on there. And Paul writes to them and tells them to knock it off. And then he says this to them. I planted, Apollos watered, but it is God who causes the increase. And that's, that is really the attitude that I know Randy has. It's the attitude that we need to have going forward is that it really is God who does the work. And we get to be part of that. And what a blessing it has been to just rehearse that. Everything that God has been, been do- sorry, I can't just pray. It's everything. That- <laughs> I have to say something. Uh, everything that God has been doing and to say we've been part of that. What a blessing. And then we get to be part of whatever (laughs) is going to happen. And it really is. uh, Thank you. Thank you for planting. We have watered, but it is God who's causing the increase and he will continue to do that. So let me lead us in, in prayer. Father, we are so grateful for your your faithfulness to us. Thank you for Randy and Cindy's uh, your call and their life and their answering that call. And we are all a the fruit of that, the fruit of their labor. And what a blessing it has been to be part of that team and to see you working in people's lives. You're the one who who has changed our lives. You change other people's lives. And you have called us to that. There is nothing more exciting than walking with you into the unknown. And as we move forward, as we've heard about all these opportunities, I really do pray that you would call us forward, that you would um, uh, speak to our hearts and create in us a desire and a willingness to be very open-handed about our resources and ourselves and uh, just allowing you to use us and partnering together with you as you continue to advance your kingdom in, in every way. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. I'd like to invite Randy and Cindy Lanthrop up. We'd like to present a couple things to them. So why don't you guys come up?
And as they're coming up, I'd like to invite uh, Claudio Medina from the Inland Empire Baptist Association uh, to come up as well. I want you guys to come stand here in the, the middle. Thank you. Uh, on behalf of the Inland Empire Southern Baptist Association, we really want to thank you. And we want to celebrate with you the 30 years of service that you have done. And you, you need to know indirectly, the, i got to tell you, the impact that Randy made on my life before this church was started. That he discipled, he was faithful discipling people that discipled me. I'm a product of Randy in the ministry. So I wanted to, my heart it just goes out to you guys and the work that's being done here. So it's my pleasure uh, to present this to you, both of you at this time. I'm not even going to read it. We, I, you guys have been patient. I appreciate that. But most of all, it's good Baptist. I want to make sure we, we feed you guys really good and do that. So I, I thank you, and it's an honor. Remember that God instituted the church to reach people, not the association. We're here to come alongside and to serve you. And it's been a pleasure, and we thank you for all you've done. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Claudio. I guess I don't need this. Sorry, I'm double. Like, hello, hello. Um, I'd like to invite uh, Nathan Lewis and the advisory team up as well to present another gift. Randy and Cindy. First Timothy 5.17 says the elders who, who rule well, that is, who, who lead well, who direct well, are to be considered worthy of double. I am not going to make it. But there's, here's my backup right here. Okay. But I bet they're not going to make it either. So we're just going to, we'll just keep going around like this. Worthy of double honor, especially those who work hard at preaching and teaching. Uh, this, this verse just is pretty straightforward that uh, those who invest their, their time in the things that God has called them to do to lead out in the congregation and who really pay the price. I mean, work hard is not the, not the right word there. It just, just labor, really um, um, giving and making sacrifices. And Randy and Cindy have done that a thousand times over. And they are definitely not in it for the money. <laughs> Now, if they are, they better find it different. But anyway, the uh, double honor really means that that it's worthy of more than than just sustenance. They just a recognition of the blessing that they are to us. So we we want as a congregation, we um, want to. Uh, we have a gift for you guys that's actually not in here. This is actually about the gift. Uh, so we're not lying to you. But here is, here is the card. I'll just read it. Um, I will try to read it. Uh, no words can express the overwhelming gratitude we have for you for answering the Lord's call on your lives to plant CIV. Thank you for saying yes to the Lord. Thank you for 30 years of faithful service to the kingdom and sacrificial investment in our lives. On behalf of the congregation and others who have been impacted by your ministry, many of whom you, you saw in the video, please this, accept this gift of love of over. And it's cash. I'm not going to say how much, but it's a lot. <laughs> and um, and there's, there's more coming in. Um, it's not in there. It wouldn't fit. But the... Uh, 
But thank you guys so much. It's very, very small expression of our love and gratitude uh, and hope that is a blessing to you guys. We love you guys.